Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Conversations on issues impacting Californians of all ages. Here's your host, Theon Gordon. Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Join us as we dive into issues and policies that impact Californians of all ages, particularly older adults, and learn more on how you can connect with AARP to make our state more livable for all. I am an AARP volunteer and your host, Dr. Theon Gordon. Today, we are joined by Desert Storm Army veteran and senior advisor of AARP's Veterans and Military Families Initiative, Troy Broussard, to discuss key trends and issues for our older adult veteran population and resources available to veterans and military families. Troy, welcome to the show. Dr. Dion, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you today. Well, we dive right in when we get to In Clear Terms because we like to make things clear for our listeners. So first and foremost, can you explain your work a bit more and what AARP's Veterans and Military Families Initiative is? Absolutely. My pleasure. AARP, Dr. Dion, has a long history of support in those that have served in the United States Armed Forces. We launched the initiative back in 2018 to further integrate enterprise efforts to support and strengthen this audience overall health. Now with nearly 6 million of our AARP members who have served or currently serving in the U.S. military, AARP now is the largest veteran support organization in the marketplace. Our mission is very, very simple. We want to provide veteran and military families the tools and resources to help them navigate through life's transitions. As I will explain later, we have those four pillars of focus that we'll talk about, and then we'll be able to share those tools that this audience can utilize to help them in life's transition. That's wonderful and really amazing. Troy, how many veterans live in California? And among the veterans that are in our state, what are some demographic trends that we see? Like I mentioned before, there are six million we have across the United States, but there's about 1.6 million that live in California. And of those, about 68% of those are 50 years old or older, and 9% are women. About 21% of them have a service-related disability, and an area that we're really trying to work and focus on, only about 31% of them have used the United States Department of Veteran Affairs for healthcare. So that's an area that we really want to focus on. Wow. And that's very interesting because healthcare in our state is a big issue and people are usually looking for it. What might be some of the key issues around them not using some of the services? I think the key is we want to make sure that veterans and military families are prepared. And that's what we have done, you know, really focus in our areas. We've listened to this audience and we want to share with them our four areas that we know that they want us to focus on. So what we try to do is we try to bring these resources to meet their unique needs, and it's focused in four main areas. The first one is family caregiving. We want to make sure that they can access their earned military service benefits. We want to fight fraud through our Operation Protect Veterans, and then help them find meaningful employment through our AARP Veterans and Military Jobs Spouse Center. And this is all located at our aarp.org slash veteran site. 
It's like our one-stop shop. Well, we love that AARP offers those one-stop shops. Let's go over those four areas, those four keys again. You said it's the family caregiving, fraud prevention, and what was the third one? Third one is connecting veterans and military families to their military service benefits. And then lastly, finding meaningful employment or re-careering through our AARP Veterans and Military Spouse Job Center. Oh, this is great. And I always love that there's a simple three-step approach or four-step approach or whatever it is. So let's explore a little bit more the veteran and military family caregiving. What are the unique challenges that this population faces that others may not? When you're a caregiver of a U.S. veteran, you start younger and you care longer. You're managing situations other family caregivers don't necessarily deal with. That's why we've created the Military Caregiving Guide for veteran service members and their families. And then just recently, we created a Veteran and Military Families Health Benefits Navigator. Those tools together, which of course are all free, you're able to access these benefits, especially around caregiving, so that you can really prepare yourself to ask those tough questions so that you can provide the best and unique care for veterans and military families. Those are just a couple of guides that we do have to really help caregivers navigate through those situations. Oh, that's great. And we've done a couple of episodes in regards to caregivers and the aging population and what's going on, especially here in California. So many good resources, but it can be so challenging when you don't know how to tap into them. Can you share a few of the top tips for caregivers that are providing care for a loved one who is a veteran? At ARP, we're proud to support the nearly 5.5 million veterans and military caregivers in the U.S. who deliver that voluntary, uncompensated care for their wounded warriors every day. Some tips that we share is to use our military caregiving guide and really go through it and then prepare yourself, create a plan, and make sure that you are really looking and get the input from the veteran as well. Make sure that we're having those conversations. And what's so great about this is that this guide really walks you as a caregiver through that process step by step by step. So it prepares you for those hard and difficult conversations, but with the focus on the end result. So we want you to focus on the end result and then work this plan to really make it a seamless transaction and experience for the veteran and our military individual. Well, those are great tips. Use the guide, have a plan, and the guide actually helps you to put that plan together. Include the veteran that you're caring for. So many times we don't include the population that we're caring for, and it's actually their life. So you want to include them and then focus on the end and then work through that plan. Thank you for those tips. I'm sure they will help someone who's caring for a veteran. Now I want to pivot a little and jump into your second area from the four that you discussed earlier, which is the frauds and scams. So getting on to the issue of frauds and scams, AARP data shows veterans and service members are 40% more likely to lose money to scams than civilians. Why do you think this is? It's a trend sometimes, you know, when you look at data, data tells a story. 
And in the reports that we have done, the surveys that we did back in November 2021, this was alarming. Okay. Criminals, and I'll use the specific words, criminals, they use fake veteran charities, military service, bogus job scams, VA home loan deals. They use this. And what these criminals do is they use military jargon to connect veterans and then focus on scamming those heroes. When you're a veteran, we have our own language. (laughs) And what these criminals do is they know that veterans and military families have access to certain benefits that's not available to civilians. And their focus is to create a positive relationship. Let's build some trust. We'll talk about some things that maybe we went to the same duty station. And then from there, now that we've talked about our duty stations, now let's take a look at your DD Form 214, your official military record, and let's verify some information on there, okay? And then at that point, that's when they're asking for your social. And then from there, they can set up new lines of credit. They can go ahead and steal your identity. So those are where we want to help our veterans. We have through at ARP.org slash veterans. We have our Vets Fraud Center there where you can prepare yourselves to fight back from these criminals and be aware of it, of course. Well, we definitely want to refer people to AARP.org slash veterans because it is so terrible when people scam our heroes who've given their lives to our country. And I just always think if these people who are so smart to think of these scams, if only they would use their powers for good, why not use them for good? Use them for the greater good. Yes. What advice would you have for veterans and service members to avoid some of these frauds and scams? I think the first thing that I'll share with everyone, I'll share this. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That's tip number one. Secondly, if there's anyone out there calling you or asking for you to verify your service records, immediately that should alarm the red flag that something is not correct. And then I'll share a third thing. Stay calm. Do not make any quick decisions. And I love to share this with my fellow veterans and military families. Develop a no script and understand that if it sounds too good to be true, like I mentioned before, it probably is. So develop that no script. Be comfortable to say, no, I am not interested. I'm going to do more research. Is there a number where I could reach you? So you have to be very cool and calm because that scammer, that criminal is looking for that heightened elevation within yourself. And then at that point, they are ready to do the scam on you as a veteran. So stay calm. Don't make quick decisions. Develop a no script. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that can go for everyday people as well as veterans stay calm, don't make quick decisions, develop a no script. And I like that you said, have them take a number and call you back. Because a lot of times people don't want to give their numbers. And then if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I have noticed, and another thing you said in one of your other statements about the military jargon is that people will use that military jargon. And I actually have been working with someone who told me how he would scam on the street. Now he's a reformed person, but he would be on the street collecting money, saying he was a military person. And they would ask, a veteran would come up, pull up to the side, say, 
what station were you at? Or what's this? Or what that used the military? Jo-? And he knew all the military jargon. I was overseas at this, da, 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 and, and knew exactly what to say, this platoon or this, that. And, and then, of course, they would give him money. And he said he got so much money pretending that he had been in the service. He's a recovered addict and all that. But he was collecting money pretending to be a military person. And so it's sad that people would take advantage of our veterans like that. And, you know, using that military jargon, just for a moment, I want to share that when we take that oath to serve this country, which is one of the proudest moments I've done in my life next to having my family and my children, you develop these bonds with your fellow soldiers. You all have a common mission. And as a military personnel, everyone has a basic training, advanced individual training, and they've been either deployed somewhere or they know what a DD Form 214. So when someone is having that conversation with you, it's like you're speaking a different language, the trust walls automatically are open at that point, and then that's what opens up our veterans and military families for those criminals to come in and scam. So just be on the lookout and follow the tips that we have and make sure that you go to aarp.org slash veterans. And that's a great place for you to start. They provide you all those resources to protect yourself. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I really hope people get that. Go to aarp.org slash veterans so that you can learn more even about those frauds and scams. So we've talked about caregiving. We've talked about fraud. Let's tap into now this idea of transitioning into other careers. For many military veterans in the civilian workforce, Transitioning into a career can be very difficult. Even after securing a civilian job, veterans can find themselves underemployed, meaning their skills are not fully utilized or they're not being looked at seriously in terms of the job where they are. Can you speak more on the challenges veterans that are entering a civilian career path may face and what available resources are there for them? Dr. Theon, I'll tell you, transitioning into the workforce is probably one of the most difficult challenges that veteran service members and their spouses face after the military. You mentioned underemployment. That's huge. And also we have spouses that are moving with their veteran from duty station to duty station. And each time that spouses move, they lose their network, they lose their ability and lose their earning potential. So we saw that this was a growing and growing issue that we saw even with our members who were trying to re-career. So we put together a bevy of free resources, and it's called the Veterans and Military Spouses Job Center, a one-stop hub that features an AARP job board to connect veterans and their spouses with military-friendly employers, as well as a job search toolkit tailor-made for veterans and military spouses to build upon those marketable job skills. And I've heard from many, many veterans that have stated to me personally and spouses that this job center is a nice one-stop hub to where they can go in. If they need to re-career, they can go ahead and get additional new skills. Or if they're looking to sharpen some skills, it's all available to them there, as well as employers who are looking for them as well. So those are some of the things that we do to really attack this issue within the veteran population. Now, it's a veteran and military spouse job hub. Is this an online hub or is this a place where people go? Very good question. It's an online one-stop hub online. 
and it's located again within our aarp.org slash veteran site. Once you go into the aarp.org slash veteran site, you will see the Military Spouses Job Center. You can click on it. It'll take you directly to this hub. And then all of the resources are there to where you can download, get free resume review as well, which is extremely important. And also there even will show you here an online, you know, because we're doing so many things virtually now, you can actually do a virtual interview so that you can make sure that you're comfortable speaking in front of the camera for a lot of these virtual type interviews as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, here's one that I have to tap into for those who may be challenged online. What can they do? Absolutely. What you can do is if you have either a caregiver or someone else that's pretty tech savvy or just tech savvy, they can actually go to the site and download and print those items as well. So those are available for print as well. You can print those down. And then also locally at our state offices, there are resources through AARP California to where they can get those job centers and print those items and get those items out to you as well. So there's an opportunity to get it that way as well. Wonderful. So you can go online to aarp.org slash veterans, or you can have someone else go online and print items out for you, or you can contact AARP to see if there's some printed materials that can be sent to you or go visit an AARP office. Absolutely. So lots of options that helps to make it very clear for our listeners, which is our goal. And uh, that is a wonderful resource center, Veteran and Military Spouse Job Hub, one-stop shop. I love one-stop shopping. You've mentioned that a couple of times during our conversation now. <laughs> yes. I will make sure to continue that to bring that up. way I, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you 100%. <laughs> it makes things so much easier. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I now want to pivot a bit and touch on the issues of veterans' benefits. There are a lot of veteran benefits out here, but often it can be a challenge to navigate the system. How is AARP helping to connect veterans to their earned benefits? You know, that's the key. That is the number one thing. You know, I mentioned in my statements earlier that veterans utilizing the VA healthcare system are making sure they're connecting to their earned benefits. It's not as high as we would love to see that. So we had to create a resource to assist them. In other words, prepare them for that meeting with the VA because we want folks to go to the VA and the VA wants you there as well. So we're looked upon as a connector to make sure that our nearly 6 million veteran and military families are able to connect to these earned benefits because we know enrolling in a healthcare plan can be grueling sometimes. This is particularly true when it comes to accessing veteran health benefits. What we've done is we've created, I'm going to say this word again, Dr. Theon, this, this is not a setup, I promise you, a one-stop resource for veteran and military families <laughs> to ask the right questions to get the basic healthcare benefits. So what this does is prior to going to a meeting with the VA, we provide you this health benefits navigator and you're able to look through to make sure that you are maximizing that meeting. It just basically prepares you to meet with your veteran service officer. And once you meet with them, because their goal is to ensure that you maximize your total benefits. So we want to make sure that we're connecting our veterans to their earned benefits. Excellent. Yes, you are right. It was a setup, though. It was, My one-stop shop. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I, I did it. I did it. 
And you've made it so easy because it's all at aarp.org forward slash veterans. And that to me is also great because you can find these four keys that you've talked about in terms of caregiving, fraud, connecting to your benefits and employment all at the same spot. And I'm imagining you just would click whichever one you're going to for that one-stop shop. That is correct. You just pick whichever one you'd like. And I'm sure that for family members that are providing care for the veterans, they also can find out about the potential benefits. What would they do? What they can do is they can actually access the aarp.org slash veteran site. There's not a sign in that you have to do or anything. You can just go to that particular site, set up a login, of course. And then with this free online tool, we call it the Veterans Health Benefits Navigator. The cool thing about it, it has all the detailed health care information from the United States Department of Veterans, the VA, military TRICARE, Medicare, and even some private insurance as well. But you can learn about all the health benefits that are through the VA and Department of Defense. And you can expand your health care options there as well, too. So, again, we try to put everything in this free package to where you can go ahead and access those benefits. And remember, this is to prepare you for that meeting because no one wants to go to a meeting and not have the right documentation that's necessary because that could just cause a very not a positive experience. And the goal is to make sure when you get over to the VA, it is a seamless experience. And that preparation that you're talking about, being prepared for going to a meeting such as that, it's so important. When we think about it, or when I think about it specifically, I also think about the preparation for some things that are difficult to talk about. For example, end-of-life benefits. And I specifically want to speak on end-of-life benefits because they're so often underutilized. What are some tips that family members or caregivers should know about the end-of-life benefits of veterans and military people? The first thing I'll share with you is that they are often underutilized, okay? Not only with the veteran population, but also civilians. But I'm going to speak specifically around veterans and military families. Here are some tips that you need to know about these end-of-life benefits. These burial benefits are not just for combat veterans. Most veterans who didn't receive a dishonorable discharge are eligible for the burial benefit. Even a spouse or minor child is also eligible as well. The second point I want to share is that advanced planning is not required for families. They can contact the VA if a veteran dies unexpectedly and they haven't filed their pre-need eligibility. They can go there and contact the National Cemetery Scheduling Office, and that is located on our aarp.org slash veteran site, that phone number there. Third thing I want to share is that burial benefits are not limited to military cemeteries, okay? They provide a standard issue marker to any veteran who wishes to be buried in a private ceremony, and that's free of charge. There's some reimbursements that you could look at, as well as you can also be placed in a national cemetery, and that's underutilized as well. And then lastly, veteran ceremony burials normally include a memorial webpage for family members that they can visit, and that unique page is for any veteran who's buried at a national or state or tribal cemetery. So there's a tremendous amount of benefits that veteran and military families can do at that time. Doing that pre-need eligibility would be a great place to start. 
and great place to go to find a list of those items are on the site that I mentioned earlier, which is arp.org slash veterans. So my tip would be to please access the site, locate those benefits, and then make sure you do your pre-need for that and your eligibility. Well, thank you so much for that. And I brought it up. My brother, who has passed away, was in the military, and it was a sudden passing away. He had a heart attack and was relatively young. But the Veterans Administration, the service and the support that they gave us to help his children to bury him was just tremendous. And the benefits that were there, we had no idea until they were then explained to us. And I love that you, the the point that you brought up that advanced planning is not required because we certainly weren't planning for that. We hadn't thought of doing it. And when the day came, we had to step into it and see what those benefits were. And it was very clearly outlined how to take care of it. And we had beautiful service and had all the benefits that you just mentioned. So there were burial benefits for him. His wife passed shortly after and benefits were there for her. She was also a veteran. The advanced planning wasn't required. It wasn't limited to the military cemetery, though that's what we chose. And we had an opportunity to have the memorial page and all of that. So now our family knows to do pre-need assessments and planning, which was one of the reasons I wanted to bring this question up, because it is something to think about. We all have a time clock on our life, and it would be important for our veterans and military spouses to have their things in order when it comes to end-of-life benefits as well. So thank you for sharing that information with us, too. I have one last question for you. Sure, sure. We could probably go on for days and days because I'm taking all my little notes and I keep adding questions. (laughs) But my last question, are there ways that our California listeners can be advocates and champions for veterans and their families? And if so, tell us how. I think the first step to do would be to connect wherever you're located in California to your local ARP California state office. And just inquire about your interest to volunteer and serve veteran and military families. There's multiple ways that you can volunteer. You can volunteer doing virtual events. You can volunteer as we move to more in-person type events. You can do that as well, whether it's tabling at a veterans event, maybe a veterans job fair or doing a, a caregiving event. But it'll be tailored to those things that are important and that's impactful to veterans in California. So I would say start there, contact your local AARP office and let them know that, hey, I'm ready to go ahead and serve those who have served our country. And I think that's a great place to start. Oh, that is wonderful. And always can connect to our state office and ask to volunteer and particularly ask to volunteer to support veterans and military spouses. Absolutely. Troy, this has been so interesting, so engaging. I learned a lot as a civilian, things that I can do as well. But before we close, do you have any last comments? In closing, I would like to say I appreciate this opportunity to come and speak to ARP California and all the listeners throughout the entire state. You know, nearly, like I mentioned before, about 1.6 million veterans that are located here in the state. I think the key thing that I would like for you to do is just be prepared. And if you want to serve veteran and military families, go to aarp.org slash veterans. Just look at that information. I would ask that you review the site, take a look at it, and whichever 
one of those four pillars of focus pertains to your particular situation, go ahead and take a look at that information. And if it can help someone else, please share that information. So please go to our site, please take a look at those free resources. And lastly, share that information. And one more ask I do have, if you meet a veteran or talk to a veteran, just let them know that you salute their service and that you appreciate them fighting for our freedoms here in the great United States. Thank you, Dr. Zia. Again, we have had the pleasure of speaking with Troy Broussard on trends and issues for our older adult veteran population and resources available to veterans and military families. In future episodes, we look forward to hosting experts who can shed light on critical issues in our state, how AARP California is working to ensure the voice of those ages 50 plus is heard, and how you, our listeners, can learn more and act on these important decisions. Thank you for listening to In Clear Terms with AARP California.